Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Neo Maré Show. My name is Thomas Daam. My guest today is a designer, illustrator and 3D artist working remotely for Nike Brand Design in Portland. And he's founder and creative director of Us by Night, a design and creative festival in Antwerp, which is 22, 23 and 24th November 2018 for the third time. And I'm very, very happy to welcome Raison Perrin to the Neo Maré Show. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you. Uh, um, a, a little, little quick correction. I work a lot for Nike, but not only for Nike. So, uh, but um, yeah, it, the most of it was correct. Uh, okay. So, uh, so for <laughs> what other companies or brands do you work? Well, I, I used to work mainly for advertising, and um, five years ago, I did my first job for Nike, and that became a very lovely relationship. So, basically, the last five years, I only worked for Nike and doing my 3D stuff, and then next to that, um, almost only 3D neon, neons. And that was, for me, a, um, a very... Uh, I've been making a lot of them, and it was easy to uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> to to deliver those to the advertising right, industry. Right, actually, the the neons is my introduction to your uh, to your work. I remember I was in Hasselt for Beyond uh, Beyond the Ground, yeah. and there yeah. I saw you speak, and you were speaking about uh, what the creation of I think it was the poster for Drive the the movie Drive yeah. that came out and you made a with Mistral you made a like a a poster with the neon and that was mm-hmm. some kind of your international breakthrough right or well many people think that but I was already very active through Bernstein and Drooly in New York to, in working for the advertising industry that was already going really well for like seven eight years or something mm. but the neon was really uh the, the drive neon really hyped and it, it basically set a whole a wave of 3d neons uh in, uh in motion it was it was popping up everywhere and um at some point i was like so fed up with it because like everybody was making neons and but then the the clients be- were quite prestigious and and there was jay-z there was nike there was Facebook, there was um, tons of uh, nice brands to work with, and uh, so mm-hmm. it, it became a, a thing by its own. So it's also it kind of started polluting my portfolio because, like you say, most people or a lot of people think I only make neons. So I now made a, a, a separate website, onemoreneon.com, to really dump all the neons up there, yeah. and, uh, and 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 maybe let it grow as a separate. Uh, yeah. yeah 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 I saw it it's really nice also because like we are from Neon we really love it so <laughs> <laughs> so in in 2016 uh, you founded Us by Night um, yeah. it's a three day night event where you mm-hmm. bring um, creatives from all over the world to Antwerp and um, what was the initial idea for organizing this event Well, the city of Antwerp were, was organizing one year of creativity in, uh, uh, in our town. And they asked me if I wanted to be curator for design. And uh, since I spoke at OFF the year before, and I visited a lot of uh, these conferences, I've been going to OFF uh, for almost, I don't know, 13 years. Um, and I was like, oh, this 
this could be a nice opportunity to organize a design event in my, my own city. Um, and initially the ambition was quite naive and, and little. It was just like, I'm going to invite some friends and, um, and colleagues, clients. Um, so in, in like two weeks, I had an amazing lineup uh, together. And I was like, wow, this is too big to just rent some existing venue and do a small gig. And, and then I started questioning like what I was missing at design conferences. And uh, like the majority of friends um, that go to these conferences, they, they go for the community. They go to meet international friends and colleagues. And um, of course the lineup is important, but the social aspect, what's happening next to the, the stage is equally important. So I was like, why not um, give that a, a bit more focus? And why not do it at night? Why, why do we um, organize these events during the day? We're not the typical uh, pharmaceutical crowd or whatever. Mm. Uh, we're energetic people, we're creative people. So then the idea started growing like, let's approach this as a nightlife event. And then I remember I was really uh, um, um, in love with the Brooklyn Night Bazaar. That was an, an, an event in Williamsburg where you had a big industrial venue f uh, filled with uh, f uh, flea market, ping pong tables, air hockey, big Jenga um, concerts, uh, little concert stages. And I loved it because it, it was like another way of, of spending a night out. It's not like going to a club. It's not like going to a pub. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not about taking drugs. It's not, but it's, it was very vibrant and 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 we had an amazing time and I was already back then I was thinking what if you add a conference room to this kind of concept so um, yeah the, the, the ambitious ambitions started growing 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 and the venue that um, we, we checked a few venues in Antwerp and the first venue I checked was uh, this um, train factory which was way too big and, and it was really building a, a, an event from scratch there was like um, it's not like a club or, or a, a theater, or but then the, the, the lineup we was so big that we we the plunge and said like okay let's do it. So, uh, then I, I, I reached out to people I knew from way back um, that had experience in organizing cultural events because um, I wanted a production team that had an appreci appreciation for culture. And that was a perfect match that they, they were, they, they totally loved the ID. And, and so it was all about um, creating the conference room and next to the conference room, a big night market inspired by that Brooklyn Night Bazaar. And halfway we found out that we, that the funds the city had foreseen were like by far not enough. As, as just being a curator, I managed to, uh, together with the production team to double the, the budget by sponsorships and we um so it, yeah and then the event happened and the tickets uh, we almost sold out and, and it was a huge huge success um for me personally it, it really made me cry three days in a row it was like definitely highlighting my career my career yeah. and i didn't see that coming yeah. and it was obvious that there had to be uh uh um, a sequel to it and uh, it couldn't be just that one edition it was just too good yeah. 
So yeah, and then then of course the city didn't ha had not foreseen any budgets for for um, the following editions, but then um, a guy here in, in Belgium who has a lot of IT uh, companies, he reached out and he said like I want to offer my help and and fill in the spot uh, the the city did um, yeah and and still respecting my creative decisions and not selling out or whatever right right right. Uh, Yeah. yeah, I can remember like in, uh, in the, with the first edition with the last speaker was uh, Leonard and Sander and yeah, then yeah. and yeah. they did a crazy talk and you 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 went out of your mind. You were so like <laughs> shouting and celebrating and it was like a really unique experience yeah. to see like so much energy there um, yeah. like you put in yeah. as a as a as an organizer and as a presenter also. That said, that was really fun fun yeah. to see and also like surprised of it the venue is like massive and you split mm -hmm. and you split it um, vertically yeah. so you had two very very long spaces one was completely black and the other yeah. one was re really like this entertainment hall like almost an arcade hall that, that you know from from um, back in the day you know With yeah, massive screen, uh, yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, it was something. We, I, I was so happy with Leonard and Sander, and I didn't know what their, uh, uh, and maybe I knew, but I, I never expected it that to be. It was like the perfect ending right. for the conference. It had humor. Um, I don't know how you say it in English, but relativating, it, uh, uh, not taking it too serious. Right. Uh, and and then on top of that. Um, um, educating um, about the copycat behavior and it that was just perfect mm -hmm. and uh, that was uh, and, um, yeah I can still cry when I think about it <laughs> no, I, I think I have a, on YouTube I have a clip of the that they send out this um, email to or that they yeah. um, how yeah. do you call it um, they They forgive everybody who copied their work. So why did you choose for the uh, month of November? Because it's like almost in the end of the year. Mm. Is that a spe special meaning for you or? No, no. Well, the, the first edition was in September. And uh, that was really nice because it was like the end of the summer and the city was still mm. green. And there was also by accident... Um, a big uh, event happening in the city on trial biking, skating. Mm -hmm. It was like the whole city was taken over, which uh, made me proud as knowing that all the, the international guests would see the city so, so, uh, in, in such a way. And then uh, then the next year, the venue has in the summer some sports activities and they were pushed uh, to November. So The, the date we had last year was actually the, the first date that was available. Mm -hmm. um, and the same for this year. So it, it, there's no specific reason for it. If I could do it earlier, I would prefer to do it earlier. But uh, the, the other advance, advantage of doing it in November is, is, is that it's dark and it adds to the um, by night. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, but... And maybe next year there are a few things that probably will change and I think we we will bring it back to uh, September hmm. yeah okay. I have I'll, I'll leave about that but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay um, and yeah. Um, can you tell how you create a program 
because you have two areas like the conference area and the night market area how do you yeah. create both of them and how do they mingle or so uh, organically the, the first year um the main stage was all my heroes and friends of of the last years um and uh, michael spoljarik from nike uh, creative director from nike basketball um we worked so so uh, so much together and he he's a, he has an enormous network of artists that he worked with for nike and he's a very good taste so he uh he we, we ping-ponged a lot and he reached uh, a lot of names um uh, mm -hmm. me a lot of names um and then i was at this point that there were so many international artists that i wanted to also show some respect to our local artists and then the idea came up to add at our night market, um, the living room stage, a stage that is not in a room and where you have to sit uh, quietly in your chair, but more like, uh, 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 how do you call it, uh, open mic stage. Like it feels like anybody can step up on stage in the night market and you, you, you talk and there's more interaction. It's more intimate um, with the public. Mm -hmm. with the And uh, so... There were a lot of local artists, and that really, really worked well. That that living room, because you pass by with your sandwich, and you're like, "Oh, this is interesting," and, and it's very organic and and fun. Um, and then the next year, the lineup was uh, was uh, filled way too quickly, and I was like, "No, I, I want to invite other artists." And so, uh, and then I combined there with like Adobe the first year. They were not so happy because they didn't feel they were really part of the program. So it was a combination of accord, accord, mm -hmm. and that like, what if we create a tutorial stage? Because many events have these workshop uh, classes, yeah. but you have to subscribe separately. You have to pay extra, and it's again in this classroom. Mm -hmm of the the energy so i was like why also not add a tutorial room in the night market again where you pass by and you don't have to subscribe it's free and then right and that would be a nice way for adobe to be really integrated in a festival mm -hmm. so that became our third stage and that was a huge success because uh, the students loved it well and it's, it grows wild the uh, already last year i wanted to add more disciplines uh, to not keep the focus to only on um, graphic design or 3D. And, mm -hmm. and also, I'm aware of what I do as a profession, and I don't want the lineup to be only my uh, discipline. Um, so this year, we we uh, wanted to add architecture. Um, so we're very happy. We have the architect of the, the majority of the Acne stores. Mm -hmm. He's an amazing, amazing architect. Um, in fashion, we have um, Tim Coppens, uh, a Belgian fashion designer, who's uh, very, been very successful in New York. Um, there are a few uh, guests I, I still have to announce. Uh, we're still working on that. But like, we, we, we really want to broaden up the, the disciplines. Um, but still, everything has to have that graphical link. Right. Um, but uh, it, it, it goes surprisingly fast. You think like we have 60 slots to fill in with artists and 10 artists on, on the night market that paint live and stuff. Mm -hmm. It goes 
asked. It's like, especially this year, it was very uh, obvious that um, like artists um, presented themselves. So it's really buzzing around it. Yeah. And it's fun, but then it goes really quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I can understand. So you mm -hmm. have already like the flow of that people want to come to you and present them as can we be do some do a project um, during yeah. your event. Yeah. Mm, nice. Yeah. And it's, it's it's super interesting because the the lineup reflects also my personal uh, Pinterest uh, board. Oh, yeah? Where uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, like it's <laughs> um, I I learn a lot and um, I had to dig into certain disciplines I was not that educated in mm -hmm. and it, it's it's a really interesting process because uh, there's some I don't cannot say specifically what but there's some kinds of illustrations or art that I don't immediately feel. But once I start digging into it, I really start appreciating it, and it, it's a bit of a, a university. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. So you use it also to educate yourself, then, the, like the research of the possible uh, possible artists that can that you can present during the event. Yeah, absolutely. And like last year, that was also like, for instance, a name Michael Spoljarik from Nike um, um, uh, told me that was. Um, Tattoo taker, and I, I, I have no knowledge about tattoo art, or uh, but the personality was so interesting. It's like he's a tattoo artist, but also a video artist and a rapper. And and when when you see his, his photography, and the, I was really intrigued by by the personality. Mm -hmm. And his talk was maybe one of the the best talks of the the festival. And that's what I really want to uh, achieve more. Is like. That people go home with um, an unexpected uh, highlight, like, mm. like, like, oh, I didn't know, oh, no, no. And, and, yeah. and that people energize them and learn something. And it's funny, you look almost to the lineup as a canvas, and and it has to be a nice dynamics and tension between it. It's right. not the best name, the last one, or that's not how I see it. It's like a, a recipe or. A, a journey mm -hmm. and that has to flow of course it's very hard to to get a feel like but you can quickly tell in emailing even sometimes from a picture how because uh, what i definitely try to avoid are egos mm -hmm. i i don't like egos i want everybody to be really uh, connect also with the public and it has to be a happy bunch i don't want it to make it too elite, elite or, or whatever mm -hmm. so I more try to build the the lineup in in a in a sense of like happiness or as going to the best or the one with the most likes or whatever. Right, right, right. For me, uh, Leonard and Standard the first year they closed the festival and it was so the perfect act to close the festival with. Mm -hmm. So last year I wanted to have that humor again that like that makes you lighten up or I don't know, yeah. I know about that, but like. <gasps> Oxygen. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It gives you energy. It gives you an energy boost. Yeah, and so this this last edition, I put um, um, uh, uh, James Feach, the guy from the the spamming, and uh, that was super funny. But like a lot of people didn't didn't know uh, him, and and like left after Neville Brody, mm. while 
I was I really wanted people to enjoy it, and everybody who stayed at like said like this was the the, the moment of the, the festival. Yeah, I think we both um in in Amsterdam, no, mm -hmm. um, James. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so what he does is um, he goes in dialogue with the people who sent him a spam email, right? And he makes a conversation till they quit, yeah. and it's very hilarious to see. Uh, mm -hmm. I'll put it in the show notes. It's it's really funny. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. What I was wondering is, like, you do this now for three years, next mm -hmm. to your, like, design studio, design work, and mm -hmm. um, how does organizing the conference and the organizing the night market influence your daily work or maybe your daily life? Well, it's it's honestly it's a a, a bit of a, a problem. It maybe sounds too negative, but. It's getting bigger, and and you can feel the potential. It's growing, and it's not stopping. Even if I don't, if if I don't want it to grow, it's still growing. Mm -hmm. uh, it's 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 it, you can feel it. It's a uh, it has a lot of potential, um, but it's eating in my agenda for sure. And uh, so um, for now, it's it's okay. I mean, uh, it makes me happy, very happy, right. and and I can still. Ah, I get nice jobs and and it's um, how should I say it? For now, it's okay, but I think uh, they they ha they have to change some things. How to? Uh, um, but like, yeah, it's it's I don't know. There's a lot in the works, and the ambitions are big, and some big parties are presenting themselves to collaborate. So. Maybe I will not be doing any more 3D in three years. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't yeah, yeah. I don't know, but I yeah, I love my work and and I will, yeah, it's it's uh, we'll we'll see where it goes. I don't I don't want to pin, pinpoint it too much. We'll, we'll see how it evolves and mm -hmm. uh, where, where it, yeah. Mm. Mm, so it's like a kind of fake, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's for me to to serve the wave and uh, uh, let's see. <laughs> So basically, you get you get very busy of organizing an organizing yes. event next to running your own uh, design studio, right? And uh, having a fresh, uh, fresh sun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So light upside down. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you already mentioned it. You like there's an, a, lo a lot of things gonna happen in the next coming next five years. But do you mm -hmm. have like a like a vision where uh, us by night wants to be in uh, five years? Yeah, so it's it's a part maybe the answer of your previous question is like it started with no uh, with not with an ambition to make money or whatsoever, mm. and that's a promise I made. I will never turn it into a profitable event. I mean, it it's I I want to bring top quality for a very low uh, uh, um, entrance fee, amazing experience, and. I, re I, I believe that its its success also lays in that uh, fact that it's not about money and it's not you don't make decisions based on uh, uh, yeah. to make uh, yeah it's, it's it's just all passion mm -hmm. but there's there's a reality that people from the team and including myself um, it takes a lot of time and there has to be some return somewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, so we've been thinking about how to uh, how to answer that question, 
And the thing that the idea that we're playing with is to add a music uh, festival to the to the event. So we have the conference, and after one uh, a.m., we we make a transition to to uh, a, a dance festival, mm-hmm. but with a big focus on the visual arts. And so you you'll see a lot of the work from our artists that are on stage at that venue. Um, it would be fun to see because last year we had a lot of artists that um, make co- uh, cover designs for magician, magicians. Mm-hmm. It'd be fun to see those magicians, DJs, whatever, at your As by Night conference and looking at their uh, illustrators right. or graphics. Right. And that would be like, uh, if, if, if I envision that, it would be like a new dynamics. and. For them, also interesting because some magicians we've already been in touch with are like, if you approach them just as, would you like to be a DJ at my event? They're like, uh, another one. Yeah, so yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is a different angle and they really right. like it. Yeah. Um, so that's the ambition we have for 2020. Um, but again, nothing is set in stone yet. We'll mm. see how it But we can um, get a, a bigger audience then. Um, uh, and uh, like DJs are, are are being paid and getting a fee, so it's 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 not abnormal to to make it a bit more profitable, or right. make it profitable. Yeah. But like as my night, the conference, I don't want to touch it. It's this or nothing. <laughs> it's uh, it's yeah, yeah, because but it's also like it's a very special experience, or at least that was my like when I was there, it was really a special experience which I had never ever. Um, felt anywhere else there or every every event has their own thing but because mm-hmm. you're you, you started free and end at 11 or maybe start later i don't know exactly but that's a complete different thing and you go home and it's dark and everything happens at, the, at this one venue inside and yeah, it's yeah. only inside it's not that you go after the after all the talks you go outside and everybody's outside but it's mm-hmm. really like everybody's in the venue and you can mingle all the time and that that makes yeah. it really yeah. or at least for me it made a really special event yeah for, for me too it's when 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 you look at sometimes you can stand in a corner and just see what's happening and when you right. see the love passion and the sparkles in people's eyes and, and yeah. the collaboration you, you know that that artist and that artist don't know each other but mm-hmm. they're meeting each other see that yeah. happening and it, yeah. it's like this is too beautiful and I didn't say that yet, but I used to do graffiti. I was obsessed with graffiti, but it was the same back then. Uh, was it was not not only for me about uh, painting walls, but it was also the community, and we traveled a lot, and 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 mm. that's that's uh, that's something I care a lot about. And, yeah, uh, yeah, that's, that's uh, yeah. Can you tell three people that you really would like to highlight, or that you? I just. Um, so I spent five months in New York and um, I, I, I met uh, uh, Kimu Grotesque. Um, he's one of the two guys from Double Day in Cartwright. His personality, I could tell, is, is going to be a, a winner on stage. He's a, he has a very, uh, you can feel it, it's good energy, good humor. Mm-hmm. And, and his partner was involved in the, uh, if I understood and remember correctly, he was involved in the campaign of Obama. So, they will definitely have, have interesting stories. Uh, Studio Moniker, I once mm-hmm. saw 
in uh, playgrounds. I love their talk. I love their humor. Mm-hmm. Um, the Dutch people already yeah. saw them a few times. Yeah. Um, then uh, a personality I'm super curious about is uh, um, Sartoria. Um, um, it's Giorgio Dimitri. And um, his name keeps on dropping everywhere. <laughs> and he's, he's a guy, uh, Italian uh, guy, has a studio. He, he works a lot for Nike. But um, he was also involved, for instance, in the Defumo. Um, he organized Defumo, and that was one of that was a legendary um, graffiti uh, event way back when I was painting. When that's like twenty or thirty years ago, I think not twenty-five or something. And that was when Delta Futura and Motu painted uh, that. Um, so the guy has an enormous heritage. Um, mm-hmm. Really curious what he will talk about. Um, uh, everybody, um, Jim Stoughton, I, I was not familiar with his work, but um, a good friend of mine said he was like the highlight at Pictoplasma and good humor. So that word yeah. like, was like two times for me, like, I need that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, um, yeah and there, there, there are still a few names that are, I will be very happy if they confirm, but mm. the bigger thing, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. later confirm um so it's end of august september uh, there, there are a few, few and then um yeah also somebody's work i recently discovered um braulio amado i really really like his work um um very curious um uh, 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 do you also um in, in the first edition you also invited um playgrounds festival they come mm-hmm. again with, and they bring yeah. their artists, or they because they had you had a nice installation of them. You you bring that also back, or yeah. So it's funny because I'm planning a call after planning. I was planning to call Leon after you. Ah, okay. um, I'm, I'm very good friends with Leon, and mm. uh, we support each other. And as is, is also like a platform from for me where everybody can plug into. Right. So. Um, there's one name confirmed yet that we still have to announce that Playground is going to uh, host. Um, we still have to discuss details. We, it was amazing what uh, Playground did for us last year. They also uh, made it happen that um, Marshmallow Laser Feast um, installed their uh, tree hugger, which mm. was mind blowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, now Leon will definitely be part of it mm. as cool. a guy. I forgot to mention oh. what is truly amazing is that um, I, I was really happy about that. Is I spoke um, in uh, Manila uh, two years ago, mm-hmm. and Mr. Bingo was there too, and and of course he's he has an amazing talk. I love love his talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was always like oh, I want to book him, but I was afraid because he's, he's been doing a lot of. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, but then we, we got in touch at off now in Barcelona, and uh, he suggested like well, why not shall I host the main stage? And uh, I was like, I had goosebumps because that's exactly what I'm after. It's like the humor, the the um, um, self-relativating. I mean, he's the perfect guy to do the whole thing and set up the right uh, energy. Yeah, 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 totally true. Very much looking forward to that. Um, (laughs) Do you still have five minutes? Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. So then, and like I end all my interviews with the Neon 5, give a single recommendation in five categories. 
Okay. Book. And the first is yeah. book. Which book would you recommend everybody to read? Oh, now I have to admit something. I, I, uh, I'm really bad at books. I, uh, <laughs> I have a, a sort of dyslexia, and uh, I get my my neck starts to pull, and and I start sweating when I'm five pages far. So, uh, mm, I'm not the one to recommend uh, books. Oh, but it could also be like a graphic novel. Mm. My 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 very first graphic design book, Neville Brody, uh, I don't know, mm. uh, or the Attic uh, Noise. And uh, music. <laughs> music. Oh, I am. Um, I used to be uh, with graffiti, uh, hip hop fanatic. Uh, these days, I, I listen to a very wide range of music. Uh, uh, my latest discovery and it's probably very mainstream <laughs> but for me it was new i was i was really impressed by uh ray or rye or i call it the guy with the uh uh soft voice and uh film film oh um i was blown away by call me by your name that mm. was a uh, wow amazing movie yeah who, who uh, made it You know it? Uh, um, I've, I'm, I don't know the director. I know he, he's also the director of Bigger Splash, the mm. one where uh, our friend Matthias Hunars uh, also. Mm. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, food? Restaurant or dish? Doesn't matter. <laughs> you can maybe a restaurant and they have the dish or only the dish? Uh, or uh, I'm a major foodie. I... I uh, I travel. I travel for food. I'm obsessed with food. I mm. less now since I have a baby. But uh, one of my my highlights was actually in uh, in Amsterdam uh, uh, last year, and I was in Libreisch. Uh, It's a bit of a fancy place, but it was amazing because they have a a full uh, uh, vegetarian uh, degustation menu, and it was so good. Ah. Wow, I didn't know about yeah. that place. Miscellaneous, something from your life. Oh, uh, curiosity. Curiosity. <laughs> I, uh, always look for the adventure and, and keep marching forward. Right. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> just have fun. Right, that's what yeah. you're doing, right? On the yeah. 20, 22nd, 23rd and 24th of November, like? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Super yeah. inspiring at um, Osba Night in Antwerp. Reza Perrin, yeah. thank you so much. This, Sorry? Thank you so much. No, no, no. I just want to say there's uh, there's some big surprises in the mix. Uh -huh. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> Looking forward to that. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time to uh, talk to me. Thank you, Thomas. Hi, it's Thomas. Neil Marais also has a newsletter called Neil Monty. So if you want to be the first to know about the shows, please sign up via neilmarais.com slash subscribe. You can also follow the show on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Just search for Neil Marais. And if you have time, please leave a review on iTunes. It really helps others to find out about the show. Thanks for listening.